This is section 22 of Newspaper Articles by Mark Twain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Newspaper Articles by Mark Twain, section 22, The San Francisco Daily Morning Call. The San Francisco Daily Morning Call, July 31, 1864. Another Lazarus. The lamented Lazarus departed this life about a year ago, and from that time until recently poor Bummer has mourned the loss of his faithful friend in solitude, scorning the sympathy and companionship of his race with that stately reserve and exclusiveness which has always distinguished him since he became a citizen of San Francisco. But for several weeks past we have observed a vagrant black puppy has taken up with him and attends him in his promenades, bums with him at the restaurants, and watches over his slumbers as unremittingly as did the sainted Lazarus of other days. Whether that puppy really feels an unselfish affection for Bummer, or whether he is actuated by unworthy motives and goes with him merely to ring in on the eating-houses through his popularity at such establishments, or whether he is one of those fawning sycophants that fasten upon the world's heroes in order that they may be glorified by the reflected light of greatness, we cannot yet determine. We only know that he hangs around Bummer, and snarls at intruders upon his repose, and looks proud and happy when the old dog condescends to notice him. He ventures upon no puppyish levity in the presence of his prince, and essays no unbecoming familiarity but in all respects conducts himself with the respectful decorum which such a puppy so situated should display. Consequently, in time, he may grow into high favor. Pleasure Excursion We lunched, then, and shortly began to drink champagne by the basket. I saw the tremendous guns frowning from the fort. I saw San Francisco spread out over the sand-hills like a picture. I saw the huge fortress at Black Point looming hazily in the distance. I saw tall ships sweeping in from the sea through the Golden Gate. I saw that it was time to take another drink, and after that I saw no more. All hands fell to singing, When we were marching through Georgia, and the remainder of the trip was fought out on that line. We landed at the steamboat wharf at five o'clock, safe and sound. Some of those reporters I spoke of said we had been to Benicia, and the others said we had been to the Cliff House, but, poor devils, they had been drinking, and they did not really know where we had been. I know, but I do not choose to tell. I enjoyed that trip first-rate. I am rather fond of a trip on a fast boat with a jolly crowd. That was a jolly crowd. Sometimes they were all out forward standing on their heads, and then the boat wouldn't steer because her rudder was sticking up in the air like a sail of a windmill, and sometimes they were all aft, turning handsprings and playing mumble-peg, and then the boat wouldn't steer because she stood so straight up in the water that her head caught all the wind that was blowing, and sometimes they were all on the starboard side eating and drinking and singing, and then she wouldn't steer because she was listed worse than any soldier that ever listed since the war began. Still, even under these trying circumstances, the boat made fifteen miles an hour, and so I suppose that on an even keel she can make a hundred or thereabouts. I enjoyed that excursion. 
End of section 22.